and welcome to the Atom Podcast. My name is Dorota Buskela and this is the place to be to catch up on what you missed at the 2021 edition of the online 24 hours of Atem. So, for this 19th episode, we will cover secure content with foreign sync watermarking. Let's start the engines. Yes, so thank you everyone for, for joining. In this session, we will discuss about the content security. Uh, we have as a speaker, Julian Mandel, Solution Marketing Senior Director for Contribution and Distribution in, in ATEM. He is uh, more than 18 years with, with us and has launched several products to the market successfully. And the last uh, product line that we are promoting is Titan Edge. It's a pure software solution, modular, flexible, Kubernetes-based. And we have also with us uh, Gabriel, Product Director of NextGuard B2B at Nagra. Um, guys, the, the floor is yours. I will be your moderator. Just for the audience to know, you have a Q&A button uh, below your screen. You can launch uh, questions and we will answer after the presentation. So thank you, Pablo. I will let you uh, move uh, the slides then because I don't mm -hmm. have, uh, or maybe I sure. can request remote control. If you, okay. I should have control. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, let me move that. Okay, so indeed, uh, common piracy is a significant and growing problem for the, uh, the video industry. Huh? It's fueled by a rapid uptake of uh, illicit streaming devices. So, yeah. There are three key characteristics of common piracy that we would like to highlight uh, today. And uh, the first one is uh, the loss of uh, revenue. So piracy creates a substantial revenue gap, and we estimate that about 10% of the media industry revenue is lost to piracy, which is actually a lot. And uh, looking at uh, some research done by uh, Digital TV, yeah, they estimated that about 26 billion was lost in 2016, and this amount is likely to extend to 51 billion next year. So basically double the amount of 2016. This piracy problem is set to continue and it will affect the investment available to produce high quality content with, uh, with universal appeal. Common piracy is also a growing problem. So more than 50% of the millennials watched illegal streams of live sports, for instance. And there are billions of visits to uh, pirate services. And you can easily access millions of illegal streams for premium live sports. And finally, so comparacy is impacting the entire video industry. Sports rights owners are all impacted by piracy, and you can find several thousands of black market pirate services with a wide range of, of content. And the revenue generated by these pirate services comes as a deduction from the common owner's revenue, of course. So how does it translate uh, in a real world? Let, let's take an example of a live soccer event. The host broadcaster provides 
IRD Streets licenses and the entitled, uh, and entitled this IRDs to receive the live feed for further distribution to consumer. Okay. Ah, how do you move? Um, yeah. So you have here legitimate consumers paying to watch the content on pay-per-view or pay TV, or if it's uh, free to air, the sports rights owner generate revenues for, uh, from the advertisement. But in the event of a malicious act uh, where a cold spare uh, IRD is used uh, to discrumble the live soccer event and feed pirate services, then consumers have the possibility to watch the same live soccer event on pirate services. And in this case, the revenue generated uh, is going to pirate services themselves. So that's why uh, only an active uh, fight against piracy based on the combination of proven technologies like BCA and network level forensic watermarking can help content owners to get back all their viewers. And we will dive into more details uh, in the coming slides. Yeah, that's only, uh... yep. Thanks for the introduction, uh, Gabriel. So the idea is to, to discuss a bit and to present you uh, quickly BCA, and then after, of course, we will talk a, a bit more about watermarking. Um, why BCA? It's simple. Uh, that's, uh, you, you had already some solution uh, in the industry, in, in this market segment, I mean, uh, event market or, or this type of uh, segment. Uh, but uh, you add uh, some um, proprietary solutions, or you, uh, you. I think that everybody knows uh, this solution, which was in place since uh, uh, 2012. I think uh, this this was not secure anymore, and proprietary solution have an issue is, and the main issue is that um, it's difficult to to um, uh, to. Uh, emphasize uh, it's not really future proof because when you have an issue uh, you, you need to discuss with the guys to 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 improve it that's why there was a place for a new for a new standard yeah if you can uh, click uh, Gabriel yeah so um, you are in the operation world operation event market so you need a solution which is easy to set up like BIS, by the way, but BIS was a bit uh, deprecated and uh, and secure. Yeah. So uh, BIS one uh, was deprecated. BIS E was still in place, but BIS E is a bit complex to 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 manage entertainment. Mm -hmm. uh, BCA is really interesting because you are not on a proprietary solution anymore, and you will see the benefit of this uh, solution. But uh, it has taken in account all the necessary points that, that you uh, had to manage uh, this type of issue on this market. Yeah. So just to give you an idea about uh, what has been done, in 2016, we had the first discussion about uh, creating this solution. We will not talk about the standard uh, at first. Then after we discuss with EBU during, we, we can say one year. And it took us something like, I would say six months in between IBC to NAB to elaborate the solution and to write uh, this uh, standard. 
So at uh, NAB 2018, the standard was available. Then after, we discussed with some uh, partner like uh, Nagra, for instance, to introduce uh, watermarking solution because watermarking is really seen as a complementary uh, tool in, in this uh, piracy fight. And uh, it's really interesting to work with uh, watermarking with uh, BCA. After that, uh, 2019 and 2020, it's more a question of having customer to adopt this standard in the industry. So, of course, the big, uh, the big impact on the market is uh, Eurovision services, so EBU, which is uh, uh, now working with uh, BCA because uh, recent, uh, by the way, recent UEFA matches have been made with, uh, with BCA. So, um, if I want to, to highlight what is important in uh, BCA and why uh, BCA has a place and, and, uh, and why uh, it's uh, so interesting to use it, at first is its interoperability. It's a standard. So, uh, a standard is important for interoperability. Everybody, every competitor, it's not an ATEM solution. It's uh, the standard is uh, is available on on uh, EBU website. It's like BIS. It's an evolution of BIS. We talk about BIS two, for instance, but BCA is part of BIS two. Uh, so it's uh, fully interoperable. Today you have several providers, uh, competitors of Atem, of course, that have implemented the BCA. So really, future proof. Uh, you don't have Royalty, it's fully royalty free, free and not stuck to one wonder. No, no, you can, you can go, no problem. It's secure. It's secure because, of course, uh, uh, the goal is to provide a solution which is uh, which is secure for this for this market. So, uh, to give you an idea, this one was uh, a, a fixed encryption key based on 48 bits. We are talking about 128 bits. The Keys, the encryption keys are changed uh, dynamically each 10 seconds. So today there is no technology to access this type of, uh, uh, of uh, solution and for a long, uh, a long period. More than that, uh, keys are transmitted inside the, inside the TS. Uh, so there is full inbound control. So nobody can, uh, can access that. It's simple. It's simple because it's not, uh, we are not using uh, symmetric encryption. We are not sharing the keys. We have added the possibility to manage entertainment. And those entertainment are managed uh, through uh, asymmetric encryption, so public and private key. And that gives us really, or that gives to the solution really a force because uh, you are managing only public keys which means that uh, nobody can decipher it. To, to decipher this type of solution, you need public plus private, and private is hidden. All the security is based on, on private key, which is inside the point of reception. Those keys are 2048 bits, so impossible to hack. Lastly, it's scalable. 
And that's also really important because, uh, as I said, it's a pure software solution. Uh, it's a standard. Uh, everybody can implement it, but we can add other feature. We can control the output of the IRD. We can add watermarking solution. And that, and you will see in, in the next slide, that it will create a complete ecosystem, a full ecosystem from the source to the end. And we are talking about 10,000 IRD. So it, it can cover a huge range of uh, IRD. It could be a bit more, but, but that's not the point. That's a market uh, and 10,000 IRD is sufficient for this market. IRD are point of reception, by the way. And we are taking something like yeah, 400 kilobits of overhead for 10,000 IRD. So you see that it's not really uh, important, yeah. So if you take um, classical use case, but it could be IP, but satellite is really a good example because you have no you have no feedback. In fact, so it's a one-way uh, direction uh, stream. So if you take the example of satellite, you've got a scrambler at the source, of course, the encoder, and you've got IRDs. And with BCA, you are able to manage the entertainment. It means that using the public key associated to, to each private key inside the IRD, you are able to activate or deactivate dynamically during the transmission uh, the IRD. So that's the example where we activate uh, IRD1. So SDI output is okay. Then after, uh, or in, in, the same, uh, in the same scenario, you can disable uh, IRD2, you can enable IRD3. So you play totally with the entitlement to dynamically uh, change your, your fleet of point of reception. More than that, you have some metadata written in the standard. So the IRD is forced to respect it because he has to, to, to respect the standard. There are metadata to um, uh, control the output of the IRD. So for instance, you can choose at the beginning that all the IRD will not be able to forward the stream if the stream is in clear, so if the stream has been discrambled. So that gives really a solution without a management system, by the way, all control from the source based on the standard which control all the IRDs. More than that, we can add watermarking. This is also control from the source. We can control the force. So everything is controlled from the source, from the encoder, from the scrambler. So we can add watermarking inside uh, the IRD. We activate it through BCA and then the, the, the output, the SDI output is marked. And lastly, of course, and that's a solution that, that we have demonstrated and that, that will be in place uh, for, for the end of the year with a big uh, customer, important customer. So lastly, you can, of course, control this mark and the ID uh, to, to fight against uh, piracy is to identify which affiliates, which IRD, which point of reception, I will not talk about affiliates, but, but more point of reception is leaking because you are able to refine the, the, the mark after transcoding, several transcodings. So at the end of your system, you are able to find the mark. Then you come back to the content owner and the content owner can dynamically revoke 
uh, the, 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 the IRD or the point of reception which is leaking. That's why BCA is really interesting. It's not linked, by the way, to a watermarking provider because it's a standard. But there are all the tools to manage watermarking solution, which give you a complete and fully um, uh, solution from the source to the end user. So, so it's key to, as we saw, it's key to, pro, to protect program content at every stage of the uh, linear distribution. The solutions that we discussed today work on any type of content. And it can be live sports like uh, soccer, cricket, basketball, etc., or program movies. And uh, the best approach to content protection, as we just uh, started to, to, to discuss uh, uh, for this type of linear workflow, is to combine BCS crumbling with network level watermarking. So let's take an example of a linear distribution workflow for a live sport event. I depicted here uh, each phase of the uh, common life cycle with the contribution, the primary and secondary distribution, and then the uh, delivery to consumer. So ATEM and Nagra provide uh, joint solutions to seamlessly apply uh, so BCS crumbling and network level forensic watermarking and meet content owner's requirements for content protection. And uh, the network level watermarking solution uh, at Nagra is called ne uh, NextGuard Network IT. That's what I list here. And uh, Nagra also provides uh, forensic watermarking solutions for the delivery to consumers. So you have an end-to-end -end solution for uh, content protection. And for today, so we focus uh, uh, on the uh, B2B workflow from the contribution to the uh, secondary distribution. There are, so there are key characteristics for forensic watermarking that I'd like to highlight uh, on this slide. Uh, the first one, oh, yeah, the first one is the imperceptibility. Forensic watermarking must be validated by golden eyes, at large containers, and sports rights owners. The second one is a large payload capacity. Forensic watermarking should provide a large payload capacity with several thousands to several millions of uh, watermark IDs, depending on the use case. And the third one is uh, the robustness. Forensic watermarking must be robust against a large range of attacks on the content, which I list on the right uh, side of the slide, with camcording, screen recording, re-encoding, transcoding, compression, fingerprinting removal and collision. That's the type of attacks uh, we see in the field, and uh, forensic watermarking uh, must be robust to this type of uh, attacks. So on top of that, uh, Nagra also provides some added value with its uh, NextGuard watermarking technologies. The first one is uh, the support for multiple layers of watermark. As we saw in the previous slide, you can embed a first layer at the contribution level, then a second layer and a third one at the distribution levels, and then a fourth one when you deliver to consumers. The second added value is the ability to run forensic investigations without any reference to the uh, source content, and that's what we call blind detection. And the ability to perform blind detection comes with other advantages uh, for NextGuard, like a fully automated process for forensic detections. And last but not least, uh, uh, it's key uh, for content owners, for sports rights owners, 
uh, to get all their detection results within a few minutes. So to have a very fast turnaround time for detections. And Nagra provides that. Diving now into, into more details about the uh, linear distribution for chromium commentators. So by deploying network level order markings, sports rights owners can quickly identify from which licensee and territory pirates most often source content. And there are multiple benefits uh, that I list on this slide. The, like sports rights owners can analyze the licensing income per territory against the piracy risk. They can review their common licensing strategy accordingly and they can uh, then manage the contract risk. And last but not least, they can adjust their content protection investments by taking appropriate anti-piracy actions. For premium TV broadcasters, uh, deployment of network level watermarking will allow them to quickly identify from which of their dissolution paths pirates most often source content. So for instance, Network level watermarking will tell them if piracy is mainly coming from their OTT, IPTV, DTH, or cable distribution. And there are multiple benefits here as well for premium TV broadcasters. They can prioritize counter-piracy initiatives and they can take targeted anti-piracy actions. And all this approach applies to all linear services, but the most relevant one are the premium channels, like uh, live sports events uh, or early release movies. Uh, so let's now take an example with an end-to-end -end workflow for live sports events. So the contribution feed, uh, uh, the contribution feeds from the stadium to the broadcast center are encoded with the ATEM uh, CM5000 encoder, for instance. The satellite feeds are watermarked uh, from the encoder with NextGuard network ID, allowing identification of pin feeds. And they are then scrambled with BCA. So the satellite feeds are received and descrambled at the broadcast center with the uh, ATEM DR5000 DR IRD for content production in the master control room. And then comes the primary distribution to several uh, regional events. The satellite feed is encoded with the ATEM Titan Edge encoder, for instance, and the activation of network ID is done from this encoder, as uh, Julien explained. So the satellite feed is then scrambled with BCA and broadcasted. Here it's a one-to-many distribution with one satellite feed being delivered to many licenses, so to many uh, reception points, many IRDs. The satellite feed is received and descrambled uh, with the ATEM, uh, ATEM Titan Edge IRD from all the, for all the untitled uh, licenses. And network ID is embedded at that time in the video feed uh, by the ATEM Titan Edge IRD, allowing the identification of licenses. Then comes uh, the uh, secondary distribution uh, where the video feeds are encoded with the uh, ATEM Titan Live encoders, for instance, for DTH, cable TV, OTT, and IPTV distributions. And uh, each of these uh, feeds uh, is uh, watermarked from the encoder 
this makes Garnet work ID, allowing identification of uh, the uh, distribution path. So that's basically the uh, the end-to-end -end workflow. On this slide, I focus on uh, with an example of primary distribution uh, from a broadcast center to many licenses. So starting from the broadcast center, you have, uh, as an example, uh, the CM5000 encoder, which compresses the uh, input SDI video into H.264 over ASI. And uh, here you have a screenshot of the CM5000 uh, interface. So the sports right owner can configure the BCS crumbling uh, using the IRD key table. Uh, as well as activate uh, NextGuard Network ID watermarking. So then the video feed is uh, broadcasted uh, by satellite to many licenses, uh, and uh, the video feed is received by the uh, DR5000 IRD. And here you have a screenshot of the DR5000 interface. So the BCA discrumbling is done uh, directly by the IRD, as explained by uh, Julien, only for the list of untitled uh, IRDs. And then the, uh, the output video is decompressed back to STI and automatically watermarked with uh, network ID. So, Atem and Nagra partnered on different workflows and to provide common owners and their ecosystem with an exhaustive suite of solutions to fight against piracy. So, for linear distribution, NetGuard watermarking is integrated into the DR5000 and Titan Edge IRDs, as well as in the CM5000 and Titan Edge and Titan Live encoders. And these joint solutions are, for instance, used by sports rights owners and premium TV broadcasters worldwide to gather intelligence about piracy. For file distribution of pre-release assets, NextCard watermarking is integrated into Titan File Transcoder. And this joint solution, for instance, is used by original content owners before delivering content to uh, distributors, like VOD operators uh, or and OTT platforms allowing them to trace any leak before the theatrical release. And then for B2C OTT streaming of early release or live sports, uh, live sports events, NextGuard watermarking is integrated into the Titan file and Titan live encoders. And these joint solutions are, for instance, used, by, uh, used to identify sorry, subscribers uh, at the source of piracy uh, for premium VOD or live pay-per-view allowing the possibility, for instance, to trigger access relocation in the CDN, so really to fight against harassing. And, uh, and for today, uh, we focus on the solution for linear distribution. So I will provide on this slide some, uh, some technical details on uh, NextGuard Network ID integration into the ATEM uh, IRDs and encoders, starting with, starting with, yeah, with the IRDs. So the embedding of network ID watermarking into the IRDs allows the identification of licenses. And uh, on this use case, on this workflow, it's a one-to-many workflow with one satellite feed 
being distributed to many IRDs. Network ID wall ranking is seamlessly activated per site, uh, for instance, using a, a site by Julien, the, the BCF protocol. And network ID is embedded in the active video uh, with a very high imperceptibility, no increase in uh, bandwidth, and zero latency. And for the, uh, for the encoders, uh, so on, uh, the embedding of network ID into the encoders allows the identification of distribution paths like uh, the DTH, the OTT, or IPTV, or cable TV uh, paths. In this case, that's a one-to-one -one workflow. And uh, network ID is seamlessly activated by a configuration in the encode profile. And uh, in the end, network ID also is embedded uh, in the active video uh, with a very high imperceptibility, so very high quality, and no increase in bandwidth and zero latency, like for CIRDs. So that's basically the, the two solutions that we have for linear distribution workflows. Integration into IRDs and integration into encoders for network level watermarking. So let's now start to, to close the loop. So you scramble your contribution and distribution feeds with VCA. You apply the network level watermarking. And if paracy still takes place, that's where anti-paracy services and forensic watermarkings uh, come into the rescue. And I will cover this part now. So anti-paracy teams monitor the open web, uh, IPTV playlist, and social media looking for parrot content of any form. It can be a VOD type of content, so like uh, files, or streaming, like um, for live sports events. Once they identify a parrot content, uh, they do a capture of, the, uh, of, of this uh, video feed uh, and they, they push this video to the uh, NextGuard Packer. So NextGuard Packer, that's a software that we provide uh, running at the customer side and it only extracts the information we need uh, to run the investigation. NextGuard Packer generates what we call a pack file uh, and submit all these packed files automatically and securely to uh, the NextGuard Detection Service. Uh, the NextGuard Detection Service performs the forensic investigation and uh, it's a 24-7 service running in the cloud. And in the end, uh, we report, uh, we send back the detection results. We send back the detection results uh, to the uh, Antiparacy team in multiple ways, depending on, on requirements. So they can uh, close the loop and take uh, any type of uh, actions uh, from there. Antiparacy services, like the ones provided by Nagra, so brings key data to sports rights owners and program TV broadcasters on the state of Paracy on, and uh, on associated trends for Paracy and on premium TV channels. So for instance, uh, Antiparacy services can provide uh, trends about the ability, uh, about the av availability, sorry, of parade services during a given period. They can also provide uh, intelligence 
about the availability of program channels per parallel service. And they can uh, also bring detailed information on the number of unique infringement streams found per parallel service and per channels. So sports rights owners and program TV broadcasters can then build statistics from there, from all this data uh, collected by the enterprise services. So there, and there is a real power of combining enterprise services with network level watermarking like uh, Netscape Network ID. So network level watermarking pro, uh, supplements the enterprise services by providing key parallel insights. Thanks to network level watermarking, sports rights owners and premium TV broadcasters can get detailed information on piracy from their licenses or from the distribution path. So for instance, network level watermarking can provide the ratio of piracy per distribution channel. And in the example that I take, we can see that most of the piracy for this broadcaster comes from its DTH distribution. So it's key for them to focus their anti-piracy actions first on the uh, DTH distribution. Yeah. By running the, uh, an analysis uh, during a period of time, we can monitor the, uh, the piracy trends on each uh, distribution path. And, uh, so on this example, we, we can confirm that the uh, DTH distribution is, is the main source of piracy. And by uh, increasing the coverage of network ID deployment, we can narrow down the source of uh, piracy to a third-party DTH distribution, which, which was uh, maybe using a broken CAS. And we can also see that when deploying new uh, security uh, on the set-top box, like uh, new card, sec uh, card security codes or 64-bit control world, we saw uh, some increase for this broadcaster on uh, OTT piracy. So that really is the power of combining enterprise services with network level watermarking. So all in all, uh, to summarize uh, the presentation, the combination of BCS crumbling for your satellite contribution and distribution combined with network level watermarking like network ID and enterprise services like Nagra. So it's key to fight against piracy on your premium content like live sports events and thus key for you to better monetize your premium content. And that was my last slide. Yeah. Pablo, you are on mute. Pablo. Thank you, thank you, Julian. Thank you, Gabriel and Julian, for your presentation. I think it was very interesting to understand more how to protect the contents uh, from the source. And I have a couple of questions I would like you to uh, to reply. So, yep. first one, okay, it is about BCA. It is uh, simple and op 
to operate, but how can be so simple and at the same time so secure? <laughs> Julian, maybe this one is, is for you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I can take it. Um, so, uh, yes, when we thought uh, about uh, BCA standard, we wanted to, to have something uh, simple uh, because uh, in this type of market, you have to think about uh, DSNG operators, for instance. And, and today, uh, it's, it's proprietary solution for DSNG operator is a bit, uh, could be a bit expensive, uh, for, for, for instance. So, so BCA, um, has been sought for that. So, how do we do we manage that? Uh, as I said, as I told you, everything is inbound. Uh, that's the first step. Um, you manage everything inbound. All the all the tools, all the control, all the the scrambling world are world are sent inbound and ciphered. So it's a it's a bit complex because there is, there is three levels. As I, as I said, we manage entertainment. Those entertainment are, are ciphered. Um, so, uh, entertainment are, are ciphered. Encryption key is also uh, ci ciphered. And uh, the size of the encryption key is 128 bits. So, if you think about security, it's secure because of the conception. I, 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 you revoke or you change the key dynamically each 10 seconds, which gives uh, an intrasec uh, solution, which is uh, secure. Then simplicity. If you think about a symmetric, en uh, symmetric encryption, sorry, like, like this one, uh, you have to share the key in advance. So that's not really secure. You share it by email, you can have some leak or this type of thing. Um, if you think about BCE, which is uh, interesting, in BCE you are ciphering the uh, the, encrypt uh, the encryption key, so it's almost the same system than, than BCE. But BCE is a bit complex because you have to do set the, the setup a bit before. You have to discuss with each affiliate to send them uh, the new scenario for for each event. So it it has to be done a bit in advance. With BCA, in fact, uh, you set the topology of your uh, network. Uh, it means that each uh, point of reception, its receiver, each IRD, will have a given um, a given key, private key, which is stored inside the IRD. Uh, this, this one, nobody knows it. It's it's uh, generated fully randomly, not linked to a serial number, linked to nothing, totally random. And uh, using asymmetric encryption, um, you you are able to manage uh, the entertainment using uh, asymmetric key. So you manage through the public key. Having a public key, you cannot uh, decipher or discrumble any, any data. You need public plus private. Private is written inside the, the IRD. Nobody knows it. And you manage everything inbound through public key. So to give you an idea about the scenario, 
you said the topology of your network. It means that each affiliate has register its own public key uh, on a, the website or on a portal of the content owner, and that's done for life, uh, or until there is a leak or something like that, then, then the key will be revoked. But um, after that, uh, the content owner has just a list of public key, which is corresponding to each uh, affiliate. And it just manages this list of public key through a CSV file. It could be Excel file, but we have chosen CSV file to, to have something easy to concatenate. You concatenate a list of point of reception and you send it to the scrambler and that's done. So even for a DSNG, a DSNG is sending uh, a stream scramble to a list of point of reception, which could be, I don't know, 1,600, for instance, if we think about, about uh, EBU use case. Um, and you just send uh, to, to the DSNG this list of uh, public key and that's all. Having done that, uh, you see how it is secure because with a list of public key, you cannot decipher. And it's, it's the only file that will be uh, transmitted, uh, uh, I would say, in clear. That's all. So secure and uh, easy to operate. Thank you, Julian. Um, you, you have been, well, comparing with BIS E or BIS 1, uh, how much time do you think it it will need for BCA to replace uh, the previous standards for for uh, Interesting question. So, so this one is there. This one is still used. Uh, I think it will stay even if it's deprecated because because it can be act in pair of minutes but for for uh, low value content i would say that uh, that uh, uh, this one will stay it's present in all uh, encoder irds and so on so uh, why not continue to 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 using it but for high value content uh, it shows that it will be replaced so you see uh, easily the progression that uh, we made uh, to promote this standard so used during African National Cup in in uh, 2019 uh, used uh, by uh, BT for for Premier League. So uh, of course Premier League is 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 uh, having an eye uh, on on it. I mean uh, IMG or this type of uh, company. And uh, no, last last year it was uh, it was uh, EBU. Um, or Eurovision services announcements. So you see that uh, it's uh, it's uh, spreading uh, a lot, and uh, worldwide. Just thinking worldwide, we have uh, we begin to have many demands of use case uh, regarding BCA. We have sold it uh, in uh, APAC, for instance. There are some dem demand uh, in uh, US. So there are many in many interests for this type of solution. So I I I. See see it uh, coming as a as an easy standard in most of the use cases uh, for for event in 
in two, three, three years. Uh, that, that, that's the idea. Uh, you know that, uh, so as I told you, UEFA uh, is now protected, uh, UEFA event is now protected uh, by, by BCA. There may be during, uh, maybe not, not the coming Olympics, but maybe Winter Olympics. So we will see, but, but uh, there will be more and more use case based on this. So it, it's, it's evident that it will come here. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Julia. Oh, yeah, I have another question, maybe this one for Gabriel. Regarding the watermarking, why it is a differentiator and how can you make sure that the watermarking will not be removed or deleted after the point of reception? Yeah, sure. So basically, the, the BCA protect the streamer, it's uh, scrambling the, uh, the, the video feed. Uh, and uh, so once the BCA is applied, you cannot do anything with the, with the feed, it's, it's protected. But uh, at the point of reception, uh, when uh, the, the video feed is uh, descrambled, it's, the feed is in clear. And at that time, if there is a, a malicious act, if somebody is doing something wrong with the feed, uh, it's in clear, so you can do anything uh, with that. And that's where forensic watermarking comes. Uh, and uh, thanks to network level watermarking, you can really identify the source of the parasia. Uh, so from which licensee uh, the parasia is coming from or from which uh, distribution path the parasia is coming from. So it's really to narrow down the, the source of parasia. And that's why it's really complementary to, uh, to BCA. And your other question, your, the other part was on... Uh, uh, regarding after the point of reception, I yeah. think you explained a bit uh, how the water, the NetGuard watermarking is able to, uh, let's say, that remain in the in the stream uh, even yeah. if the pirates try to, yeah, yeah. to to remove it or delete it. Somehow. So that's really the key characteristics of forensic watermarking. Uh, uh, it's key for this technology to be robust to a wide range of attacks on the video stream, uh, on the video feed. Uh, uh, like the one I described, huh? yeah, so you must be robust, robust to uh, camcording, to screen recording, to collusion, to uh, compression. That's that's the type of attacks we see uh, from parrots from the field, and uh, and network level watermarking must be robust to all these attacks. It's it's key. I mean, yeah, I, and uh, so that's the case for NextGuard, for instance. So in case of Paracy. Uh, the, the, the watermark is uh, still present, still embedded in the video, and our tool are able to uh, extract uh, uh, the information, the, the watermark ID, and uh, and then the content owners, like uh, sports rights owners, can take any type of actions uh, going from there. Thank you, Ariel. I think maybe one more. Is there, Gabriel, for you, uh, any differentiator of the Nagra solutions on watermarking compared to other other vendors or other solutions that we can find in the market that you would like to highlight? Yeah, so that's really on the... Uh, there are a few characteristics. Huh? Uh, so the imperceptibility, so next car watermarking by Nagra, has been uh, validated by uh, pay TV operators, uh, Hollywood studios, and uh, we've been deployed for many years. So uh, uh, imperceptibility is key. 
and it's a key differentiator. The other one, as we just discussed, that's robustness. It's really forensic use of the, the watermarking. So we must be robust and we are robust to a very wide range of uh, attacks. And that's another differentiator. And, uh, and then we have all the, the ecosystem, all the tools around, uh, around that to uh, perform uh, forensic investigation automatically. So it's, we do blind detection. We don't need a reference file. And thanks to that, we can really automate the detection process. And for uh, containers, that's, uh, that's key for them. They can automate their workflow for forensic investigations. So that's also an, another uh, differentiator. And the last one that I'd like to mention, that's uh, the turnaround time. Uh, so depending on customer request, sometimes they need to have uh, the detection results within a few minutes. And thanks to uh, Nagra, you can really get all these uh, detection results within a few minutes. So when you are speaking about live events, uh, we send back the detection results uh, within a few minutes and they can take any actions live during the event, depending on their strategy for antivirus actions. Interesting. Thank you, Gabriel. Maybe one more question uh, regarding royalties or patents. That is uh, always a topic. Uh, there is any royalty uh, applied on BCA? Julia, maybe for no. you? No, there is no no royalty on uh, BCA. Uh, for instance, one of the um, uh, BCA is not based on DVBC. It's almost DVBC SS3, but it's not a DVBC SS3. It's DVBC for instance, uh, and that's uh, that's also a point which is really interesting because um, uh, DVBC is uh, uh, totally free of uh, patent. That's a point, but also uh, DVBC is uh, really optimized. Uh, for a software solution, and and that was part of the of the elaboration of the standard. Uh, when we uh, discuss about this uh, new standard, the goal uh, it's evident that we are uh, everybody is going to software. Our solution are going to software. Uh, I, I mean, Titan solution and 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 so on. So the idea was to provide. Um, uh, a standard that was uh, uh, fully compatible with a software solution. So we have implemented that uh, in our uh, hardware solution and in our software solution. But uh, DVB-CISA is uh, really optimized, I would say, for software uh, solution, which was not really the case with DVB-CSS3. Um, as uh, as secure, of course, because it's same same level of uh, uh, of security, but totally free of patent. So there is no patent, there is no royalties. Uh, EBU is asking uh, uh, is not asking any any money. Of course, you've got some some license uh, uh, today in for, for this type of solution in in most of the competitor, but that's uh, another subject. So there is absolutely no uh, royalties and, and patent uh, uh, link to, to, to BCA. Uh, and by the way, it was, uh, it was a, a subject of discussion and uh, uh, it was also uh, 
uh, will because to have a new standard and to be able to to go quickly on the market uh, i thought that it was a, a key to have uh, uh, absolutely no royalties no patent on uh, on this type of solution so easy to implement as i said interoperable and uh, future proof for 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 this one uh, because you could even uh, think about this type of solution for for a totally uh, software solution or why not a, a cloud solution let's see that 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 point a, a bit after but why not um uh, and uh, it will come also for 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 uh, water masking, I think. Uh, but but that's a separate subject, uh, and that that we will cover maybe an, an, another time. Today, the watermark is made in uh, in uh, baseband, so in SDI, which corresponds to to uh, the need of the market. Uh, maybe in the future, as we talk about twenty one ten or this type of solutions, there will be uh, other solutions. That's evident, but. BCA will still be there uh, without any patent and without any any royalties. Yeah, no problem for that. Thank you, Julian. I think last last question now is BCA has been already used for some sport event or any other type of event. Um, Yes, so uh, BCA plus watermarking, uh, no, except that we did a POC for uh, UEFA during uh, during uh, a big event. Um, so, so we associated to watermarking for the moment, not. Uh, there is a demand. Uh, we know that it it may come uh, in 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 the future. Uh, coming back to just uh, so that and and you have understood because it's a fully uh, complete solution which make uh, really sense uh, to to, uh, to 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 make it accepted by the market. Uh, coming back to BCA, yes. Uh, uh, so. During an event, it, it has been used by uh, Emna uh, during uh, African uh, Nation Cup in uh, 2019. So in uh, in Egypt, uh, from their um, uh, main uh, control center to 12 destinations. So that was <clears throat> really the, the first interesting uh, use case. Uh, apart some uh, POC. Uh, after that, of course, BT, so, so to cover uh, uh, the Premier League uh, matches uh, in their uh, DSNG uh, to, 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 to the first distribution and to distribute, for instance, to, to IMG. Um, so uh, this one is uh, protected and is protected since uh, uh, since uh, more than one year now, because last season was protected, even if everybody knows that last season was impacted by by COVID, uh, but it's still uh, it's still the case, and uh, they have used more gears uh, this year, by the way, to uh, to protect using uh, BCA. So uh, this one is a good example. And uh, last one is uh, UEFA. So the um, 
the UEFA uh, Champion Cup matches uh, since uh, two weeks or the two last weeks. Uh, early March was uh, protected uh, using uh, BCA solution. So you see that and, and next one will come also protected uh, with uh, BCA from the SNG to, to, to the affiliates or to the headquarters of uh, Eurovision services. So you see that there are more and more use cases uh, in place using uh, BCA. Yeah. Thank you, Julian. So I think that, welcome. Was, that was the last question. Again, thank you, Julian and Gabriel, for your presentation. Thank you. You're welcome. Time. Have a good day, everybody. Now, we are at the end of the 19th podcast. If you want to find out more, you can go to the atem.com website or follow us on LinkedIn. Next time, we will cover the era of 5G DVBI. Don't miss out!